If you want 2024 to be your best running year, it is essential you have a customized training plan tailored to your race schedule and ability level. That's why I'm pumped to have Motive sponsoring the podcast. You can use the app for free, but if you want two months of premium access, you can use code SMARTER2. Sign up at mymotive.com. The link will be in the show notes. On today's episode, stress less, the hidden dangers that reduce your capacity to adapt. Welcome to the Run Smarter Podcast, the podcast helping you overcome your current and future running injuries by educating and transforming you into a healthier, stronger, and smarter runner. My name is Brody Sharp. I am the guy to reach out to when you've finally decided enough is enough with your persistent running injuries. I'm a physiotherapist, the owner of the Breakthrough Running Clinic, and your podcast host. I'm excited to bring you today's lesson and to add to your ever-growing running knowledge. Let's work together to overcome your running injuries, getting you to that starting line and finishing strong. So let's take it away. Okay, thanks once again for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and build on your running knowledge. I hope you're having fun and understanding the impact these episodes have on your future running. It's evergreen. Once you know once you know these concepts, you can apply it to every single running injury that you have, apply it to any single race that you're preparing for, and apply it to your injury prevention standards. So, what do we have today? We have stress less, the hidden dangers that reduce your capacity to adapt. What does that mean exactly? There are certain lifestyle factors and decisions that we do make that impact our overall general health and that can dramatically impact our ability to recover and for our soft tissues to tolerate load. So in the past, we've mainly been revolving around tissue loading and not exceeding our maximum capacity. So if you have an external force that we're applying, so if we're thudding the ground every time, we want to make sure that all of our tissues are able or resilient enough to tolerate those loads. But now we flip the equation and we're starting to look at tissue capacity and mainly like the intrinsic factors that influence our body to tolerate load. Once again, before I discuss any further, let's check in with Pete. So Pete was just uh, just finished seeing his physio. We talked about cadence. He started increasing his cadence. Um, and let's let's touch base and see what what he's got going on. So I'll bring up the ebook. All right. Several months had passed, and injury prone Pete built up his endurance to 10k, but was starting to become a bit complacent. He needed another challenge, a marathon. Because Pete is a great student, he took on board all of the principles that uh, the physio taught him and allowed himself 10 months to prepare. Following a running plan designed by his physio, his endurance built up to 25Ks over six months. Then life threw Pete a curveball. He accepted a job promotion, which included greater responsibilities and a slight increase in work hours for the return of a handsome pay increase. This increase in work hours disrupted Pete's running schedule, but he cleverly solved the problem by waking up just a little bit earlier to fit in his long run. After two weeks of following his training plan to a T, Pete developed kneecap pain 
at the 20k mark. This left Pete completely puzzled. Okay, so let's break down this concept which um, is discussed in the ebook. So, this principle is often ignored by physios and athletes alike. Your maximum capacity line is not static. It will be manipulated by lifestyle influences that can impact your body's ability to heal and tolerate load. Factors such as psychological stress, poor quality sleep, a big culprits, but overall health decisions like poor diet, smoking, long-term anti-inflammation medication can all lower that maximum capacity line. We used the job promotion as an example, but other scenarios such as death in the family, moving house, having a newborn, the stress of competition, and contagious illnesses are also common scenarios or common situations that you might be placed in. So in the ebook, there's a graph, which is the same graph we've been discussing this entire time. We have our minimum capacity zone, we have our adaptation zone, and above that, we have our maximum capacity and injury zone. So we see Pete going through his training plan, um, hitting his adaptation zone, and continues to apply the same amount of load, just very gradually, and stays within that adaptation zone. But as soon as that promotion comes about with the increased stress and the poor quality sleep, that maximum capacity line starts to drop and gets lower than the load that he is applying. So he develops knee pain. So if I could simply put this, um, if you have a runner who's running 20Ks a week and is well rested, he has a healthy nutrition, a positive attitude on life, um, the body will better tolerate loads than if that same individual was to still run 20Ks a week but have poor nutrition, physical or mental stress, um, is a smoker, has disrupted sleep, gut issues, a history of uh, cortisone injections or anti-inflammation medication. All of these can impact the, the body's ability to heal. It was super important that I put this chapter in because a lot of clients... Um, do everything right. They understand the plan. They understand a running plan, gradually increasing their loads. They understand the biomechanical load, the adaptation, increasing gradually, all that sort of stuff, but they still end up developing injuries. And they wouldn't even think of just general health questions or just a general health screening that could be an influence. So what do we know? So um, we know that poor nutrition or malnutrition can cause things like gut inflammation and cause inflammation around the entire body, which can impact your body's recovery. A poor sleep can lead to a lack of recovery. Um, so making sure not only are you getting longer sleep or good quantity of sleep, but make sure that quality of sleep is important as well. We know that smoking delays healing. You aren't a template, so your training shouldn't be either. The Motive app takes training plans written by the best coaches in the world, then creates the most optimal training plan for your schedule, abilities, and goals. It's such a good idea, which is why it is one of the fastest growing training apps in the world and has thousands of age group athletes signing up every month with a near perfect 4.9 star rating. It will even plan triathlons, cycling events, duathlons, and other events if you're branching away from running races. 
You can use the app for free for as long as you want, with the premium access being just $19.99 per month. But if you use code SMARTER2, you can get two months of full premium access. Sign up through their website, mymotive.com, and make 2024 your best year yet. Times, I hope to God you're not a runner that smokes. I don't think I've ever seen one in my life. Um, but we do know post-op clients and people that are injured, if they are smokers, for any injury, if they are a smoker, it will delay healing times. The more you smoke, the more the body struggles to heal. Uh, what do we know about anti-inflammations like NSAIDs? Uh, that can be things like aspirin and ibuprofen. Taking these medications create weakness within the tissues of the body. And that includes the bone, that includes ligaments, tendons, and muscles. So we really want to make sure that if you do take anti-inflammation medication, um, it is just for the short term. And we try and avoid as much as we can long-term use. If you have to take long-term use for some health issues, it needs to be considered if you were to apply load to the body and if you're progressing load and training for an event, that sort of thing. Um, I see footy players that have recurring knee pain and the knee will swell up after a game. And so they just take anti-inflammation tablets before the game and it's just a disastrous scenario. So um, Pete's change in lifestyle meant a reduction in his sleep and just taking on the promotion means like more stress during the day, but also would lead to um, worry or stress during the night, which can impact his quality of sleep as well. I did a blog about sleep a few months ago and it helps um, bring forth the argument of the importance of sleep and linking it to injury. Um, I've just got it up here. Let me just read a few. i just quote a few studies in there. Um, so to start off, there's a study um, in 2014 that found that adolescent individuals who slept less than eight hours per night were on average 70% more likely to report an injury than those who slept for more than eight hours. These findings were backed up by a different author, um, P. Von Rosen et al., 2016 that found athletes reaching the sleep recommendation during weekdays reduced the odds of injury by 61%. And not only injury, there was a Cohen et al. 2009 found that those who slept less than seven hours were nearly three times more likely to develop an infection compared to those who slept more than eight hours. Most of the studies around this uh, revolve around adolescent individuals, so those attending high school, but um, illustrates the the point that I'm trying to make. I thought I'd also um, just briefly mention REM sleep. So rapid eye movement sleep is like a phase throughout your sleep, which can also impact recovery. And I have been studying sleep the past couple of months. And the experts say that your REM sleep is most common in the last third of your sleep. So if you sleep from 10 till 7, it's the the last couple of hours. So about from 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. is when REM sleep is most available and you're in that zone more prominently. So for Pete's scenario, getting up this that little bit earlier to go for his long run, he might think he's sacrificing just an hour or an hour and a half of his overall sleep, but he might be reducing his REM sleep by 
or 50% depending on how much sleep is cutting down. So it's another important thing to think about. Did you know you can jump on a free 20-minute physio chat with me to see if you are on the right track with your rehab and running endeavors? This is a free service as part of today's sponsor, the Run Smarter Physiotherapy Clinic, which is my own clinic where I help treat runners both in person and all over the world with online physiotherapy packages. I always encourage runners to invest in their own knowledge first, but sometimes it's nice to have a helping hand and a second opinion. So I'd love to jump on board as your coach and physio if you require tailored assistance. Just head to runsmarter.online to see your available options. Once again, if you're still unsure if physiotherapy is right for you, we can schedule a free 20-minute injury chat with me, which you can find as a button on my website or in the podcast show notes. This will take you to my online calendar and you can book in a time. In our Become a Smarter Runner Facebook group, we had a lady who shared her experience um, with chronic hip, glute, leg issues uh, going on for years. And it wasn't until some members of the group asked about her general health and connected some gut inflammation as the missing piece to her recovery. And she changed her diet to a less inflammatory diet and she's seeing incredible improvements. So even that is just a really good example of these hidden dangers. And that's one reason why the the subtitle of this episode is marked the hidden dangers because we just don't know about these things. We go for years and years just getting injury after injury or a really chronic injury and we don't ask ourselves these general health questions. The same can be said for REDS, which is relative energy deficiency, uh, which is a syndrome that is mainly affected um, teenagers. It used to be mainly for females, but you're starting to see males um, develop this syndrome as well. And it's just a combination of things like um, poor bone density, lack of nutrition, being underweight, and for females having a disturbance in their menstruation or infrequent menstrual periods. And just the combination of these factors um, leave you really injury prone. You can develop things like stress fractures and just overuse injuries really, really easily. And these kind of combine with each other. If you get poor nutrition, lack of good quality foods and eating leads to um, loss of body weight, which leads to poor bone density anyway. And then just the cycle just repeats itself and it just manifests itself um, really quickly and can be quite dangerous. And so how does this apply to our iceberg analogy? I haven't brought this up in a couple of episodes. Um, if you can envision a iceberg that is your own iceberg and reflects the resilience of your body, you want your iceberg as big as you can. You want it as robust as you can to reduce your likelihood of injury. And so if we could manipulate the iceberg itself, if we could manipulate the environment that the iceberg is in and manipulate the waves that are around this iceberg, if we have waves that crash into this iceberg, a whole stream of water hits the wall of the iceberg and starts trickling down, the iceberg freezes that water, contributing to the overall mass and the overall size of the iceberg, and just gradually over time that iceberg gets bigger, bigger, more resilient. Certain waves will be uh, small trickles of water which don't influence the iceberg at all, which can be things like 
walking to work. Um, but we can also get big waves that could potentially harm your iceberg. So if we get big tidal waves, which would be a sprint session, hill session, um, 20Ks more than what you're used to, for some people's icebergs that don't have the ability to tolerate or absorb that wave, um, it could lead to damage, could lead to pieces breaking off and um, reducing the, its robustness. So how does this apply to today's principle? If you can think of um, the internal structure of your iceberg, if that's been compromised. So if you look at poor quality sleep, all these things that we've discussed, um, the density within the iceberg, if that's compromised, then that can also influence uh, the iceberg's ability to tolerate these waves. What was once like a medium wave that could strike the iceberg Nothing happens to the iceberg, it absorbs it, it freezes the water and becomes bigger. Now, if it's a bit more fragile and the internal structure has been compromised, that same level of wave might not be absorbed as easily and can even break some pieces off and lead to an injury. So I want you to really um, take a wider scope of your general health and start questioning a few things around sleep, around diet. Um, Personally, I have been, like I said, I've spent the last couple of months looking into sleep. Um, I have purchased myself an Aura ring, which is pretty much like a health tracking device. Um, I wear it when I go to sleep and it gives me health metrics, um, gives me my sleep score and my readiness score. So from zero to a hundred, how well have I slept? And it has several parameters and sleep stages um, throughout the night and my readiness score is the combination of activity and um, my sleep score and a, a few other health metrics like my resting heart rate throughout the night, how quickly my heart rate lowered throughout the night and a higher score means that I can my body's recovered well and that I can exercise harder the next day and sometimes if I've worked out too much or done a race or done a couple of days in a row my body won't recover as well and my readiness score won't be as high so the next day I either take a rest or make sure that my sessions aren't as hard. I have also over the past couple of years just been slightly slowly tweaking my diet for the better just slow incremental steps to improve my health. Um, I've spent the last several years doing a low FODMAP diet which reduces my gut inflammation and I've spent the last two months or so significantly reducing my sugar which I know is a natural inflammatory food and so yeah just um, do some self-reflection what could you do start thinking about the entire body all facets of your life is there any area that you might need to improve little tweaks here and there especially if you're prone to injuries especially if you're trying to overcome a chronic injury. Um, in the future, I want to dedicate a whole series of episodes on this one topic. And um, that's just another idea I have moving forward and maybe getting some expert opinions on um, because it's something that we don't learn as physios, um, but can be extremely important. So I'm doing my own independent study but there's still a lot that I could learn myself. And as I'm going through this journey of learning, you guys are going to learn along with me. So it's going to be a really cool journey. And um, I think we can finish up there. I'll just go through my dot points. I think I've covered everything.
this concept might be a bit of an eye-opener for you. Um, I hope it is because that means you're learning and growing and improving for the better. And we all want to become better runners and learning something outside your scope is a huge, huge step. So, yep, I think all my dot points are covered. Um, Tune in next week. What do we have next week? Um, Lesson eight, rest, not always best. Avoiding the pain, rest, weakness, downward spiral. A crucial one. Like all these, um, I'm looking forward to opening your eyes to this next concept. So stay tuned. Okay, thanks for listening once again. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks once again for listening. To take full advantage of the knowledge you are building, you need to download the Run Smarter app. This contains all of my free access podcast episodes, written blogs and eBooks, along with my paid video courses, all neatly housed into categories for you to easily navigate through and find content you're interested in. Also, be sure to check out the show notes for links to the podcast Facebook group and links to learn more about becoming a podcast patron who contribute five Aussie dollars per month to get Inner Circle VIP access, including an invitation into the exclusive patron Facebook group and a complete back catalogue of patron-only podcast episodes, which you can access within the app. Also on the app, you can even find a link that takes you to my online physio clinic, where I assess and treat runners from all over the world, so I can be on standby if you ever need one-on-one physiotherapy assistance. Once again, thank you for listening and becoming a Run Smarter Scholar. And remember, knowledge is power.